Are you struggling to contribute at Trivia Night? Do you find that the subjects of high school tend to cause you fright? Not to worry, we've got a solution of sorts A variety of topics and comedic retorts Your mind's awake, but your body's at ease When you're listening to Topical Breeze And we're recording Nice, love it when we record Alright, so Welcome (laughs) Welcome indeed This is Topical breeze. breeze. Yeah, topical breeze. So so the way the way that you know we've envisioned this working is we're gonna alternate topics. So um we should probably introduce ourselves at some That's point. That's fair. Sure. So I, I'm Andy. Is it my turn? Well, there's only two of us. Alright, I'm Nathan. And we are Andy and Nathan. In um, the morning. No. Whenever you're listening, whenever you, whenever, wherever podcasts are sold, uh, whatever. I hate when people say that. You, know, you can get this wherever podcasts are available. That's yeah, okay. I I know where to Do find. You want me to list them all? I don't understand like what people are getting at by that. Like, if I'm listening to this podcast already, I know where to find any other podcast. I guess that's fair. Whatever. Anyway, this is part of the show. So, <laughs> so. Um, so Nathan and I are both, are both educators, are both teachers. Teachers. Right. So I teach, I teach math, high school math. Um, and, and Nathan. Oh, and I teach high school social studies. Right. Yep. This is, so hold on, this is a two person podcast, so it's kind of going to be call and response. You understand? Right. Kind this? of a back and forth. Uh, a right. A tete of sorts. A tete a tete of sorts. Yes. Um, and so we um we're on summer break right now and and I thought god I just love telling people stuff and man I have nothing to do god, boy am I bored you know so um so I I was thinking you know what if we just record ourselves talking about stuff and telling people stuff so we're going to take turns doing different topics so obviously I'm taking math and um I'm taking social and studies you're taking social studies um, but that's not enough to fill a podcast. So I'm also going to be doing English because my mom's an English teacher. Um, and I'm going to do science. Yeah, and he's going to do science. Nathan's because. Well, well, you were an engineering major for a year. Half a year. Half, really. Well, that's wait, really only half the year? Well, I mean, the second semester is still an engineering major, but I dropped the engineering classes. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, I still took physics and chemistry, well, but I dropped like the engineering You know classes. what? And and thank God you're doing the science section of this, because I didn't take a college physics and chemistry. Look at that. So, Your mom was also an English teacher. For a time. Correct. For a time. And my mom could beat your mom up, so that's why I took English. <laughs> <laughs> That's, okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bring Stacy up in here. Sorry, should we say your mom's name? I don't know. Okay. Do I need to bleep that? Do we need to say my mom's name now to make it even? Uh, Beth. Crap. They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna dox us. People are gonna dox us. You know what that is? Yeah, I know what doxing is. Thank yeah, you. I, don't I know. have the science. Portion. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's computer science. So yeah. It's in the name, baby. It's in the name. Um. I don't feel like we've like accurately like described anything yet. Well, yeah. So how would you describe what's about to happen, Nathan? So here's the deal. Andy's got something that he's going to talk at me about. 
That's I don't get it. I just I I will not understand. He's he's gonna try his best to make me understand. Sure. And I mean, we'll, we'll see what's gonna happen. We're gonna alternate topics, so it's not like I'm just screaming <laughs> theorems at him. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> we're gonna. The idea is that I bring up a topic from my from background. my background, and we see what conversation kind of goes off of that topic because. I I uh, like having conversations about things, and I often don't have an avenue to have uh, conversations about like school related stuff. So, or not school related, but like academia, academics, yeah. So trivia, Tri- yeah, w- lovers of trivia, big trivia, big trivia. Here. We we lived together in college, and we used to play Jeopardy. You know, they released like two seasons of Jeopardy on Netflix. Um, yeah. Yeah, and our other roommate would like keep score for us as we'd buzz in and just yell. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Good time. Yeah, good time. So, all right, I'm going to get us started. Terrific. I can't wait. So, we're going to go ahead and start um, um, with my oeuvre. Is that the uh, correct way to say that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I that's like t- Latin for egg or something? I think something? it's French, but, you know, go off, king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Latin. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, don't know if we're cursing. Yeah, it. that settles that debate. Um, so I'm I'm gonna just you know we're gonna do math. We're gonna do math this time around. Got it, Nathan. When I say the words Pythagorean theorem, oh triangles, baby, triangles, All baby. Day so long. Nathan, what what is the Pythagorean theorem? A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Okay, everybody a, knows this. Everybody knows A squared plus B squared equals C Hypotenuse. squared. Oh, now we're getting some vocab thrown in here. I wish I was high on pot news. Thank you. Yes, and that of course is a reference to Key and Peel. Peel, everybody. Yep, a, a more funny duo. <laughs> let's let's yeah, just continue accurate. to make allusions toward actually funny people. I that's can what do we that. should do. So, um, what you said, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. That's the one. Where a and b represent like legs, the, the legs, yeah. the lengths of the sides of the triangle. That are not the hypotenuse, and then C obviously represents correct the length of the hypotenuse. This only works for right triangles. Correct. Right, you can't use the a squared plus b squared equals c squared for uh, non-right triangles. No, I'm on board so far. Okay. Now well, you were an engineering major for half a semester or half a year. Well, so you had to know the Pythagorean theorem. They never asked though. Really? Yeah. This is one of those things that you can just look up to, but like everybody knows that. Everybody got Google. Um, I'm about to blow your mind a couple times. That is not the theorem. That is a result of the theorem. That is a kind of algebraic representation, letters and numbers representation of what he said, of what of what the theorem actually is. Would you like to hear kind of like a boiled down was, version? Was it like alpha squared plus beta squared no, equals? No, see, that would Cause just be... Because he's Greek. Okay, those are <laughs> Greek letters. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, so the when you're squaring something, you, what... What you're actually doing is you're finding the area of a square, right? So A squared. Sure. So A is the length of that side, right? Sure. So when we're talking about A squared, what we're really talking about is if I were to form a square on that side of the triangle right. to find the area of that square, I would take that side and multiply it by itself, right? That's how you find the area of a square. You square a side. Right. So the original theorem is actually about squares and area. And so it says if you take these two squares, if you have two different squares and you attach them at just a corner, right, so that they form a right angle, um, then 
you can kind of complete the triangle, right? So you've got like a small square and then a slightly larger square, and they form a right angle. And then if you were to draw a line, you get that hypotenuse. Sure. Now we have the right triangle. Well, the theorem says that the square that has the side length that's the longest side, the hypotenuse, um, the area of that big square is exactly equal to the area of the two smaller squares. So A squared plus B squared, the sum of the area of those two squares should be equal to the area of the big square. So I'm seeing A squared. Yeah. One, like the big extension of the square from the side From a. the side of the triangle, yeah, from the B side squared. A. Yep. The big square from the side B. Uh-huh. So we're just adding two big squares to get a bigger square. Exactly. Or you could say two small squares to get a slightly larger square. You don't have to start with big squares. <laughs> but whatever makes sense in your head. Um, there's to a really cool proof. Large. I there's, don't know what to tell you. There's a really, <laughs> there's a really cool like visual representation of this. You can look it up on YouTube. Um, somebody built like a wheel um, full of water. Easy. And so, okay. <laughs> you do I could it. do that. Okay. Well, they fill it with water, and if you hold it one way, the two smaller squares are like on the bottom, and the water fills them. And if you flip it upside down, you see that all the water drains out, and the um, the water perfectly fills the square um, that was on top is now on bottom. It's kind of like like a visual representation of area. Um, sure, it's pretty cool. Um, so. The original theorem is about squares and area. We use it to find side lengths of right triangles, right? That's right. that you think about what what the actual application is as far as like your geometry class in high school or whatever. Like you get two sides and you use the theorem to find the third. Um, the reason we do that, by the way, is because right triangles are a good transition into like pre-calculus trigonometry, oh. other triangles. But right, like you talk about the unit circle and, and square uh, roots and all that. that. Yeah, so the right triangle stuff kind of leads into all that, which is why we emphasize triangles so much. Wild. I'm about to blow your mind again. You ready for this? Uh, give it to me. Okay. So the Pythagorean theorem, of course, named after Pythagoras. Pythagoras. Greek. He, a, a famous Greek mathematician slash philosopher slash politician. Um, he was not the discoverer of that theorem. This sounds vaguely familiar. So you, you've probably heard at least this much, that um, the theorem was not discovered by Pythagoras himself, but most likely what we know is the Pythagorean theorem was discovered and, and um, made famous by one of his students, one of his followers. What, were they, what was their name? No one knows. Lost to history. Anonymous. Lost. Yeah, anonymous. That's actually yeah. His name was anonymous, and that's where the term anonymous comes from. Exactly. So that's fun. Um, but so like Pythagoras formed this school of mathematics um, in like 530 BC um, in uh, Crotone, which is in southern Italy. But at the time, it was owned by Greece. It was like a seaport. And he can say that he's Italian. I can say that I'm Italian. Um, <laughs> Crotone. I'm doing the hand thing. You can't see it because it's a podcast, but <laughs> um, so so it's an auditory medium. It's an auditory medium. <laughs> Would you like to supersize that auditory? <laughs> <laughs> How much is it going to cost me? <laughs> How much is an auditory large? Um, so uh, it, it's often thought that one of his students in the Pythagorean school kind of wrote down this version of the theorem that we know. Um, which is why we call it the Pythagorean theorem because it's still like the branch of geometry that they were studying. But even better than that, the Greeks weren't the first ones to discover it. No way. Yeah. So Can at I take least a guess? 
Go ahead. Um, the Assyrians. And okay, so you're the social studies guy. Wh- where would that be? Help um, me out here. Current day Middle East. Okay. Okay. In so you're the fertile crescent. Oh, okay. So you're actually exactly right. Um, the earliest written evidence we have for the Pythagorean theorem, or something along those lines, um, is a four thousand year old tablet from Babylon, oh, from the, the Babylonian Empire. Um, the tablet itself is called Plimpton three three two. That's that's not real. I'm guessing it's named after a scientist. Some dude named Plimpton. It's a terrible name. It really is just. Can a you spell it for me? Yeah, P L I M P T O N Plimpton. I can use it in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> If my name was Plimpton, I would change my name. <laughs> I'm naming my dog that. Yeah. Plimpton, come here, boy. That was like an Aladdin reference. You, you know, yeah, I, know. I know what you're talking about. Sounds like, hey, laddie. Yeah, I just watched Aladdin recently. I can tell. Doing a lot of Disney Plus stuff. But the, re- the, the So that tablet had a bunch of these Pythagorean triples. Um, but they weren't Pythagorean. Right. Yeah, they weren't calling them Pythagorean at the time. So a Pythagorean triple is a set of three numbers that fit the theorem. I, yeah. So so, but they've got to be integers. So by integers, what I mean is like uh, negative and positive numbers. No decimals. No fractions. Like and whole no, numbers. Yeah. Well, yeah, but whole numbers technically can only be positive. Okay. Integers are also negative. Sure. Um, but actually, you would be right. So they are only whole numbers. So like 3, 4, 5 is an example. 3 squared plus 4 squared equals 5 squared. So it fits five. It fits the Pythagorean. Yeah, so 9 plus 16 equals 25. So it fits that theorem, fits the relationship. Um, there's other ones. So they just had a big piece of rock with numbers it. was on a it? big piece of rock, and it had a bunch of columns on it. Yeah, and it was like 3, 4, 5, and then um, the other famous ones are like uh, 5, 12, 13, oh, yeah, 8, 15, 17. There's a few more, and you get bigger and bigger. But the reason they would have those is most likely for construction purposes um, because right angles are really good for construction. Angles. Right, so this theorem only works. This this relationship helps a lot in creating right angles. So the Egyptians um, also used this relationship to make right angles. So what they would do is they they would take a rope, and they would tie knots in the rope at um, equal intervals. Uh-huh. So um, they would use a rope and they would tie twelve knots in it, and then they would form a triangle with it. So one side would have three knots, one side would have four knots, and the longest side would have five knots. That's why. And so it's a it's a physical geometric representation of a three, four, five. And they used it to get perfect right triangles. They used it for surveying plots of land. Huh. So and there's proof of this too. There's like paintings on tombs of people using ropes, and there's uh, mathematical papyruses that detail the use of this relationship. But obviously, they didn't call it anything. They knew that there was a relationship, but they didn't write it down, which is why we attribute it to to the Pythagorean school because they wrote it down and they sure. explained the logic and they gave us a, a method for it. Um, but yeah. Um, it, it was known by at least four other ancient cultures besides Greece. So China, India, Egypt, and Babylon all knew of this kind of relationship between sides and right angles um, well before the Pythagoreans wrote it down for sure. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. That's yep. crazy. It is kind of crazy. Um, Pythagoras was an interesting guy, too. So I've heard. He, was a, he did all kinds of stuff. You know, he, he was... Um, he was one of the first 
um, people to propose that he was one of the first Greeks. Mm-hmm. Yup, <laughs> that's it. Is that he just showed up to Greece to the? Like, Here I am. Is that Anatolia? Is Anatolia? No, that's, that's Turkey. Turkey. That's. <laughs> You're thinking of the Peloponnesian Peninsula. The Peloponnesian? Is that really what it's called? I, I'm pretty sure. Again, not everything I say is 100% accurate. Is this what you tell your students? So if you misgrade their test, it's okay? Uh, no. Right here, Peloponnesian Pel- Peninsula. Say I'm that so Say that five times fast. <laughs> Pel- no. Pel- that is hard, isn't it? Peloponnesian Peninsula. Well, I, I'm gonna I suppose here... Technically, the Mani Peninsula, I suppose, oh, okay. but it's also known. <laughs> Sounds like it's got Mani a name. <laughs> Did you have anything else to say? Well, yeah. So Pythagoras, yeah. So he's a cool guy. Um, kind of a jerk, but uh, he influenced a lot of different things. So he he contributed to the growing idea that the Earth was curved, not flat. Um, Which is wrong. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Famously, Nathan's a flat earther. <laughs> Um, there's a really there's a really cool story about proving the curvature of the Earth that the ancient Greeks did. Um, we'll probably get to that in another another ep. Episode. <laughs> Man, you we can say the whole thing. <laughs> it's not, didn't know it's if that. All right. Okay. We're <laughs> so not short on time. <laughs> I'm just scared of m- multiple syllables at once. And you got English, jeez. It's gonna be a rough go. Um, he divided. He was the first one to kind of like talk about climates you know i talk about like climate zones like the mediterranean climate right or like whatever he was like one of the first people to divide what he thought the earth was which is basically just the mediterranean Mediterranean. yeah didn't didn't get out much pythagoras but he divided it into climactic zones um so that was kind of cool what was it hot and hotter yeah hot hotter hottest (laughs) ocean (laughs) ocean and then uh, like here, there be dragons or something. <laughs> um, he also contributed greatly to art, so he was like a big proponent of mathematical symmetry being beautiful. Um, so if things were even on both sides, um, then then that would be considered beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that's kind of biological too. Like, I, I think there's some. I read something somewhere a long time ago, so don't quote me on this. Which is all the hedging I'm going to do before I say this thing. <laughs> That, like, humans look for symmetry in faces. Like, the more symmetrical a face is, the more beautiful we think it is or something right, like that. I've heard that. So maybe, I don't know, He, I feel like he kind of claimed that idea when in reality it was just instinct. He's like, I believe that symmetry is beautiful. And everyone's like, wow. It's like, it's in our DNA. So I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to take that accomplishment away from Pythagoras. Right, there we go. And here we are rewriting history, folks. That's Pythagoras, it. you don't get that one. Episode one. You keep the theory that you technically <laughs> didn't come up with, but you don't get to say that symmetry is beautiful. No, you know what they say. Um, history is written by two straight white guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yikes, everybody. <laughs> we got to get like a button, you know, or we we have a third person. I can per- just say yikes. Okay. Yeah, we have to do it in a voice where it sounds like there's a third person in the room pressing yikes. a button. <laughs> and that's our and that's our sound guy Stevie. Yikes. Thank you Stevie. <laughs> no problem. That's not. Wait, but now it sounds like Stevie was the one saying yikes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Stevie has a button. <laughs> he pushes. He has a board. <laughs> it's a soundboard. You ever go outside? The soundboard is sitting right next to me. I know. It's but they can't see that. This is an auditory large. We talked about <laughs> this. <laughs> um 
I see an auditory large just sounds like a little too much. I'm not that hungry. <laughs> but you then you have leftovers. True. You can have you can have an auditory small for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I can keep some of that auditory medium for later on in the day. Maybe yeah. a midnight auditory snack. A midnight auditory snack. Oh. Anyway. Um do you know do you know how Pythagoras died? I couldn't remember if this was him or some one of those other Greek dudes, but there was like a crazy thing. Sorry, hold on, real quick before we get into this, can you name one of those other Greek dudes for Plato. us? Socrates. Two more. Aristotle. You one more. Uh oh, what was that dude's name? There you go. No, I want one more. Okay. Good, um, give me one more Greek person. We've got Plato, Socrates, Aristotle. Spartacus. <laughs> Does that count? Ooh, extra credit for Nathan. <laughs> um, okay, so there's there's a lot of not a lot is known about his death. We, what we do I know. I think I was thinking of Plato. Okay, I we'll see. We'll see if you're right. All right. What we do know is that about 515, so this is 15 years after he founded the school, about 15 years after he founded the school in Croton, um, there was <laughs> um, there was a like an uprising or Crotone like captured a nearby settlement, and now there's like more people under the command of their this regional government, and the the people of Crotone proposed. A, a democratic constitution and the Pythagoreans said no uh, the school like they, they didn't like it so they rejected they said we weren't going to sign off on this and already in the invasion sort of killing mood the um, Crotones I don't know what I don't know how to say like the people of Crotone like basically tried to burn down the building that the school was like meeting in and there's a lot of different accounts some people say that like basically everybody got burned in the fire some people say that only the young made it out. Some people say that, like, Pythagoras and a lot of his followers went to a nearby town, but they were rejected, so they starved to death in the wilderness. Um, there's a... my, Of course, my favorite version Theory. of the story is that um, Pythagoras escaped the building and was running from the people who set his school ablaze. Um, and then he came to a field of fava beans... And what's a fava bean? Do well, you, do we know? Well, a fava bean is a kind of bean. I've uh, never, sure. I've never eaten a fava bean. Um, so is that I, significant to the story that they were fava beans? Well, it's just, uh, I don't know. I guess not. I mean, they're kind of like. I just need to know, like, also known as broad beans. Um, so, so yeah, that tells me. The, sorry, yeah, in the 1950s, people called them broad beans, <laughs> <laughs> but now they're fava beans. <laughs> um Uh uh so um but uh a popular belief at the time was that beans held the spirits and souls of the dead oh so this is actually something that pythagoras believed so he believed one of his main doctrines was this thing called um metempsychosis uh, which is the belief metem that metempsychosis, metem, M-E-T-M, oh, psychosis, which is the belief that all souls are immortal and that after death, a soul is transferred into a new body. Now, he a- never specified a- what a- that meant. So he, there was a popular belief at the time that 
beans could be like where the souls go. where the souls go as a form of like purgatory <laughs> and so he he got to this field of beans and instead of running through it because that would be like trespassing on the dead he tried to go around it and and obviously his his people who were trying to kill him caught up to him and killed him um so what you're telling me is come on bring it up that he went the A and B route uh-huh. instead of the C route. Exactly. Did not take the most direct route, aka the hypotenuse, Correct. through the field. Correct. So there is a theory that Pythagoras died because he could not, because he tried to go along Idiot. the legs of a right triangle instead of the hypotenuse. Which, of course, the hypotenuse is always the shortest distance from, from that point to that point. That point to that point. Yeah, it's kind of hard to talk about triangles in an auditory small, but... <laughs> ABC. <laughs> Easy as one, two, three. Um, should we try and fit more Michael Jackson references into the first episode? Uh, uh, beat it. <laughs> um, man in the mirror. Nathan, can I ask you a question? Pretty young thing. All right. <laughs> Do you have any questions for me about the Pythagorean theorem, Nathan? Questions about the Pythagorean theorem. Or Pythagoras. Or as you so eloquently put it, one of those other Greek dudes. Okay. Homer. Homer. Wrote the, the Iliad. Okay. Heard of him? Okay, so that's going to be in the English section of the of the podcast. Right, but I'm, I'm naming my fifth Greek Okay, guy. nice. Yeah, and you nailed it. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Just so you know, and this is not undermine you at all, there's a very... Um, widespread belief that homer wasn't actually a real person and is just a fake all person right, fine. hercules all right <laughs> <laughs> all right i think that's gonna be it for <laughs> for uh for uh ep one one day i'll get comfortable saying episode yeah i hope so mm. today's not that day so anyway that was uh that was fun that was topical I breeze like baby I learned a lot really yeah. Okay. Because there's going to be a quiz after this. I promise? Pop quiz. Pop quiz. Yeah. Get your pop quiz. <laughs> Thank you, Stevie. All right. <laughs> That's all we got. <laughs> How do well, we sign Stevie. off this thing? How do we do this? Well, thanks for tuning in, folks. And I hope. Folks, do you pronounce the L in folks? Okay. Now I feel attacked. <laughs> like Pythagoras outside the field of beans. Yeah. Well, see you later. <laughs> well, better head out. <laughs> the Midwestern goodbye. I need to hear you slapping your knees. Well, it's going to be. <laughs> I better get going. I better get going. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to Topical Breeze. I'm Andy. And I'm Nathan. Good night. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>